Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to the second ever edition of the Wrestling Around News Show. Uh, just me and Aaron here this weekend. Uh, Ross has got a perfectly valid excuse. Um, he just got married. He's on his honeymoon right now as we speak. Terry uh, cannot be asked. Part time, Peters. Part time. So I'm just joined by the world famous wrestling journalist, Aaron Franklin. Aaron, how are we doing? I'm very well. Thanks, Lou. How are you doing? I'm very good. Thank you. Um, I've got a few scoops. Let's All get, about let's, the scoops. Let's get stuck in to this week's wrestling news. So I guess the big thing in the last seven days is the, um, I should have mentioned the uh, AEW and SmackDown records <laughs> that we're waiting oh. for so much long. Yeah, let's do it. So, so long, yeah, like so long for last week. Um, so just as we were going off air, just as we were finishing recording, they, they came through. Um, interestingly, WWE won in total viewers um, for, the, for, the, for, the, for the night, obviously, as we expect them to, for the half hour as well. But AEW claiming victory in the demos because they had more listeners, not listeners, that says viewers, 18 to 49. So what do you make of that? Any surprises, Aaron? It's the important one, though, isn't it? It's the important demo. Well, apparently so. But one of my new stories later on is the new rivalry between uh, Tony Khan and Eric Bischoff. Ah, um, yes. It's Eric Bischoff's been on 83 weeks this morning as we, as we record this on the Monday. Saying, no, they're not rivals at all. <laughs> It's not even close. Tony needs to shoot up and wrestle. <laughs> I, think, I think Bischoff has a, a point, if I'm honest. Yeah, I mean, the 18 to 49 demo, demo is the most, most important one because that's who they end the match at. That's where the, most of the money comes from. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, AEW is still a very, 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 very small company in comparison. Isn't yeah, it? that's it. WWE's, WWE's been around for 40, 40 odd years. Yeah, that's it. WWE at the end of the day is a multimedia conglomerate because I think everyone kind of spins out. You know, when Vin said, "Oh, I don't see them in competition," as competition, mm-hmm. like I, they're not in the same way that WCW were. Because if you look at WCW and their dominance, like there was a very good chance that WWE were going to go out of business. Yeah, even if Dynamite consistently beats Raw in the ratings, don't say much. WWE's going nowhere any, yeah. anytime soon. Like it's. Don't you, it's a multinational me, company now, isn't it? It's not just the wrestling yeah. promotion. For me, AEW now is our TNA was twenty twelve time when you had like the likes of Kurt Angle, Hulk Hogan, Booker T, etc. Kevin yeah. Nash got all you had all them across there. That's what AEW is now. Yeah, 
and he just needs to, uh, to, to, to to kick on from there. But interestingly, um, we're recording this on the Monday. It's coming out on the Monday, actually, on Saturday. Uh, the Fox Network in, in the in the US does have a lot more homes than TNT. Uh, aired a SmackDown replay against um, Dynamite. The ratings wise, they they won in total viewers, um, but we've still not got any kind of confirmation on the demo again. Um, but SmackDown did beat Dynamite. SmackDown's replay beat Dynamite, but you would expect that just from the fact it was on Fox, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I can't remember if it was Bischoff that um, saw commented this, but he was saying something along the lines of, um, shut up, Tony Khan, once you make a, a pay-per-view out in Saudi Arabia where they can go out there and make millions and millions and millions of dollars from one show, then you can open your mouth, basically. Yeah. That's it. I think um, the WWE made more money after Saudi shows than, than Dynamite do for the full yep. year of Dynamite. Yeah, that's true. Or something like that. So, yeah, I can see why Tony Khan does it. Like, I think marketing wise, like the whole, even this whole demo thing, like they've really got the PR going that everyone's kind of going, oh, you know, Ruby Soho draws more than Roman Reigns, even though, like, if you look objectively, <laughs> um, Roman Reigns and Brock had a lot more viewers. Sure, they're all there, but they had a lot more viewers. Um, so I think AEW do very well getting their, um, the PR out there. They're really firing up the fan base, which is good. Like It'd be a weird day um, if we saw Vincent Mann uh, tweeting, ha, Tony Khan beat you in the red, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> just, can't see happening anytime soon where Vince is uh, tweeting that. But I think Tony Khan does a very good job of getting his fan base all riled up. The only thing I would say is that he's the alienate, alienating some viewers that he could get otherwise if he wasn't so annoying uh, for want of a better word like I don't know he's one two ways he's got his hardcores as, as, as Roman Reigns said he's got his hardcore fans going but could he be alienating the, the kind of the mainstream wrestling viewers who don't who don't really care yeah so my, so my, my friend from work he, he is not a wrestling fan by any means said that he finished watching the F1 um, last night yeah. uh, on Sunday night and there's a rerun of Smackdown straight after he said oh I left it on just to see, kind of see what has happened he said and this guy with long hair is just getting absolutely battered by um, this huge ball guy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, is it Brockler's name? He's like, yeah. He said, it's just so over the top, isn't it? Yeah. He said, it's just so unbelievable. I was like, yeah, but that, that's why it's good. Yeah, that's the beautiful thing about wrestling, isn't it? It's just so unbelievable. I've not actually seen SmackDown yet, obviously, because I was at Ross's affirmation uh, wedding. Um, Apparently Brock Lesnar has been suspended. Yeah, he's been suspended in KFAB and um, we will go on to Crown Jewel a bit because I guess that is the big story. But in the end of SmackDown, uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte pew, 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 shooting at each other. Um, yeah, not many Charlotte fans in the, the backstage of WWE account to fight for. No, uh, appar- apparently the, um, the SmackDown brand are absolutely furious at Charlotte moving across to SmackDown, apparently. If I'm correct in thinking. Yeah, it was just a weird segment in general, wasn't it? So um, I've seen the segment in question on, on, on Twitter a few <laughs> times now. They swapped title belts, which I hate. So, so Charlotte Raw champion gets drafted to SmackDown. Becky SmackDown champion gets drafted, drafted to Raw. Like for me, they should have took this was a chance to just rename the women's yeah. championships to make them the same as the men's. WWE and Universal just go from there. But no. They decided to swap them. Uh, Charlotte decided she didn't want to swap. Threw the belt on the floor. Um, and then Sonya Deville, though, I imagine, um, given that she's got an MMA background, is probably one of the scarier people in real life. 
literally said, no, if I can pick that up. <laughs> so I'll have no choice <laughs> but to pick it up. Uh, Becky Frost, Bella, uh, um, WWE have edited um, all references of it now, apparently, and it's, they took it off of YouTube. Um, um, from, yeah, from not too many I've been fans. reading, yeah, Charlotte's got a lot of backstage heat. My question to you, Lou, is, is she doing this on purpose to try and get released? I almost think so. I think it was... I want to say it was Dave Meltzer. It was like, what, what did they do? It's like a tricky situation. Like, you know, she's not yeah. behaving herself. Did they just hand it to, w, uh, to AEW? Because um, I know Andrade, like, just basically fucked WWE. Yeah. <laughs> right after it happened, she got escorted out of the building, apparently. I don't know, because I think as good as Charlotte is, and like she undoubtedly is one of the best women's wrestlers in the world, I don't think there's going to be that many people who tune in specifically for Charlotte. I think... No. Of the women in WWE now, there is only yeah. Becky Lynch who is an actual star. Bianca Belair, Bianca Belair is a star for sure, yeah. But I think in terms of like actually moving the needle. But then in the same time, I don't think they should have made Becky Lynch a heel for that very reason because mm. people are desperate to cheer. So I think if you know, if the only thing is if Charlotte goes, leave SmackDown. I don't think that leads anyone on the SmackDown side for the women. You've got Naomi possibly as your number one babyface. Yeah, Tony Storm who's a completely waste at the moment. Uh, having a flirt with Tulsi Glow, whatever she's doing backstage, she said she's been in the ring every week. Um, I don't think you've got a lot after that, unless it's just turned yeah. someone like Shayna Baszler or just really make a big deal out of someone from, from NXT. So, so I guess that's the downside. But, the, you know, it's, there'll be a lot of PR, like, oh, it's another one in the eye for, for WWE and stuff, and Charlotte moves across. But I can't see it making a big difference. And if she's going to cause that much chaos backstage, you know, they've released bigger stars. They've released Bray Wyatt for apparently similar reasons. Yeah. Um, the release Braun Strowman, who's, who's still not under anywhere, uh, which is very surprising considering we just had an impact power for Chloe. Oh, he's, been, is he, he's been in talks, aren't he? Yeah. I, I just expected to see him there. Um, yeah. But I guess we'll, we'll we'll see where he could turn up at the TV tapings. I know Suzuki's there. That'd be for a, me, a, a um, I mean, Charlotte, yeah, she's a big star. She can make other wrestlers look very good in the ring. Do you think she's just too big for her boots now? Yeah. I think she just thinks she's a dad. Yeah, that's that's, that's what I was getting on to. Do you think she do you think she's too big? She's too big for her boots because she's a flyer. Yeah, she's got just an old school uh, mentality at the moment. Like I don't think anyone could really complain about being, you know, her, she's saying her character's not being protected. I think she's probably the second most protected person outside of Roman Reigns <laughs> in that organization. Um, you know, even Roman Reigns picked up a fluke when uh, Crown Jewel on Thursday. Spoilers. Um, but yeah, so I, I I don't see why she would complain. Like, yeah, sure, the title swap was stupid. They shouldn't have done it, to be honest. Like, it was a, it was a crap way of doing it. But you're out there to do a job at the end of the day, aren't you? You've got to be professional. Can we also appreciate um, the fact how much she looks like Cher? Yeah, I've noticed these, these memes going about. It's the body series there. The, yeah, and, and all the plastic stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. It was very similar. I genuinely thought someone just photoshopped the same face onto two of them on one point. She looks very similar to Charlotte at the moment. Um, yeah. Maybe that's, you know, she, I'm assuming Charlotte's uh, copyright, so maybe she'll be Charlotte in, uh, in AEW. Maybe that's what she's, <laughs> she's going for there. <laughs> she'll probably just get uh, rebranded as Ashley again, won't she? If she was yeah, yeah she, she should be a, should be Ashley Flair over there. Um, I should, should go over there, but, you know, her dad's kind of not can't really touch his dad at the moment. So is it that much yeah. benefit to taking it across until, you know, wait a few months until Ric Flair's image is somewhat rehabilitated <laughs> after uh, the last couple of months he's had? 
Yeah. I don't know what you do. Um, but somewhere where Charlotte wasn't, but the rest of the roster were, was uh, Crown Jewel. How many of you seen much of it? Um, all but the Brock Lesnar match. That's where I'm up to with my busy schedule. I managed to get like three quarters of the, uh, the pay-per-view in. Yeah. What you, uh, in comparison to, say, SummerSlam, which we viewed in the show in the archives, uh, what are you making of this uh, Saudi Arabian pay-per-view? Quite possibly my favourite one so far this year. Yeah, I would agree. By far, like, it's a, I mean, it's a low bar, but it's easy, the, easily the best Saudi Arabian show I've done. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but, that was, that was out. I, I think it's genuinely better than... I, I've seen it right to the end now. I genuinely think it was better than every pay-per-view they've had, including WrestleMania and some of them. Well, don't you think this felt bigger than WrestleMania? It did. I was amazed how hot the Saudi crowd were. Um, Apart from on one match. Which was a women's match. Yeah, the women's match. They're still not they're not quite there, are they? With the especially with the Queen's the Queen's Crown one in particular. Yeah. I think Becky was very popular. Um but the Queen's Crown match was was not great. But no. for the, yeah, for the most part, because I know there's like and I'm not gonna get to defend the Saudi government here because that would get us cancelled immediately. Like obviously they're an awful oppressive regime. Would I rather WWE were not kind of promoting Saudi Arabian government doing a propaganda from sure. But having said that. You know, it's not like you've got 20,000 just kind of actors in the crowd. They're just, you know, Saudi wrestling fans. You just want to go and have a good time with the wrestling, like we all do. They've had a hell of a show put on for them. Um, you know, they're not, they, they can't even vote for their government, so they're definitely not responsible for the government's actions. Um, and they've put on one hell of a show, and I thought, yeah, the crowd really, really made it. Um mm-hmm. I think, you know, I was a bit worried that like, Edge and Seth Rollins in Hell in a Cell, this big heated rivalry finishing in Saudi Arabia. Oh, but that the crowd was a fantastic, it, fantastic match. Will Dave Meltzer have the balls to give it five stars? That's why we're in there, because I think it's it's all over there. Sean Ross Sapp from Fightful.com, our good friend of the show, um, give it 10 out of 10. I give it five stars. That's he didn't it. It's Edge not having some of the best matches in his career, though. Yeah, I think someone compared it like the only comeback comparable to this is Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Uh, when he came back in 2002. Yeah. I think he's just, yeah, like I don't think he's had a bad match. I know there was the WrestleMania one, the MC Arena was a bit slow and a bit long at times, but I don't think he's definitely had a bad match. No. But some of these matches is coming out of now, like the WrestleMania main event was really good. His match with Roman at Money in the, Money in the Bank. Yeah, Money in the Bank wasn't the shit. It was really good. He's, all three of his matches with Seth Rollins have been fantastic, to be honest. Um, but this was the best one I thought even yeah. by a country mile, even despite it was a, so good. Five stars for me, possibly even six stars. I'm going to break the scale. Um, but yeah, that especially um, Seth Rollins bouncing off the cage from the table. Yeah, that fantastic was fantastic spot. Yeah. Um, and I didn't even mind that the older guy won in the end. You know, I know Edge probably should be putting people over, but I don't think Seth Rollins has lost anything from it. Oh, no, I think um, Seth Rollins is established enough to not have to be put over. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they kind of handle it. They're both on Raw now, obviously. So I'm hoping that the rivalry ends. What I don't want to see is they have one final singles match. On, no, on I Raw. think they should leave it, leave it there yeah. for me. I imagine one of them will disappear for a while, probably probably oh, Edge, yeah. um, even though he did he was the winner. What else did we get? Uh, Mansoor defeated Mustafa Ali, which you would expect. Um but then a Saudi Arabian karate guy came out. Yeah, <laughs> I had never heard the guy, obviously, even though I don't know. I probably didn't see him in the Olympics. But, oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Tarek Hamadi. Uh, but the crowd went absolutely mental for him. Um, That's all that matters, isn't it? 
when he when he when he came out and took off his uh, his his headscarf, he did look a bit weird the way he did it. I can see what they were going for, but when he just turned up in just like a karate suit <laughs> and a headscarf, just <laughs> walking down the ring, no one could see his face. Bit of an odd way. The guy took. I think even I think Corey Graves is like this guy's taking his time getting to the ring. Like, well, I just can't really see where he was going. Um, but the crowd went mental for it. Um, Mansoor um, is the only one of two people who is uh, undefeated. And um, actually, no, he's the only person who's undefeated in Saudi Arabia now because uh, Butler's not lost. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, Akib Bro defeated AJ Styles and Omos. Um, but I think the big story of this is that uh, Riddle came to the ring on a fucking camel. Um, yeah. Which was I'm, I still stick by Omos does not deserve to be in a ring. He's no, he's not a very good. There was, there was apparently there was rumors that they were going to split him and Edge Styles up. Um, just need to release him because he he's he's worse than the Great Carly. Yeah, I'm he's very stiff. It. He's very stiff, isn't he? This is the issue, isn't it, with NXT brand being a TV brand now that they don't have time to develop properly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would I would agree with that I, I I'm not looking forward to any almost singles matches anytime soon. I think we're going to get them fairly soon. There's a rematch of that match again tonight on Raw. Um, I like that the WWE was like, it's a new era of Raw. How many times? <laughs> and so the first it... match, the first, and it, right underneath it, it said, um, RK Bro and uh, it, me, AJ Styles, and Elmos had a crowd to rematch. Like, this is a big problem in WWE where they have not got enough tag teams. No, I think with the, because they've got the Street Profits across there now um, on Raw. But I think that's it for established teams. You've got Ray and Dominic. And then I think it's very thin on the ground for it for established tag teams. Um, yeah. There's plenty of NXT again, as usual, that they could take up if they wanted to, but they're kind of not really into a tag team wrestling that much, Eddie. Um, Zelina Vega they do defeat Dewdrop to become the Queen of the Ring or win the Queen's Crown Tournament final. Um, five minutes fifty one in length, which meant it was double uh, the the length of the longest uh, tournament match up to that point. Yeah. The entire tournament went 19 minutes, <laughs> which is shorter than the first match of Crown Jewel. Um, Goldberg defeated Bobby Lashley. Now, if you saw this just reading it and you'd think 11 minutes 25 for a Goldberg match, but actually, I thought it was really good. I thought it was one of Goldberg's better matches, possibly his best yeah. one uh, since him, him and Bot Lesnar at WrestleMania 33. I would agree with that. I think it went long enough, not too long, not too short. Goldberg looked strong throughout. Didn't look too knackered. She's getting on now and he's an old lad. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Um, because I mean, even Bobby Lashley, he was the younger guy. He's 45. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I think uh, Goldberg's got at least 10 years on him. I think it was a good finish. Like like, like the, the commentary team was saying, it was, it was a, it's a totally different Goldberg to a Goldberg we've ever seen. Yeah, it was just angry Goldberg, wasn't it? And I think that's yeah. what we need more of, really. Like, I'm happy for him to never be in a world title match again. I don't yeah. think he needs that because he has to keep losing them now. Um, you know, he's lost too many, I think, recently for considering it's Goldberg, mm-hmm. um, which is weird to say. But I, I don't think Bobby Lashley loses anything by losing. He got speed off the freaking stage and he walked off at the end of the match. Like, I don't think Bobby Lashley loses anything. No. That's all awesome. been defeated by Goldberg there. But yeah, an 11 minute Goldberg match. And I loved every second of it. Yeah. Um, weirdly, his, his now, his new running WWE has gone longer than his entire WCW run. Oh really? Yeah, he's been he's been with, with the company now. Is it five years? Which is obviously longer than yeah. I mean, yeah, WCW only had four, didn't they? Uh, whatever we get. Uh, Xavier Woods defeated Finn Balor by pinfall to win the King of the Ring tournament. Uh, Loved this. 
lifelong dream for Xavier Woods. Yeah, deserved it. I thought it was weird to have him go up against the babyface and Finn Balor, but yeah. I guess you get your big stars on the uh, on the card. I think he deserves it, doesn't he? He's one of the best workers on, on the roster. Without a doubt, he's one of the best workers. He's one of the best technical wrestlers on, 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 the, on the roster. It's about time they give him some sort of run. Yeah, that's it, especially because you've had you've had uh, Coffee Kingston win the WWE Championship. Obviously, Big E's the current WWE Champion. We'll get on to him yeah. in a second. I just, I don't know. Like, I don't know if Xavier Woods is ever going to be WWE Champion, but he's always wanted to be King of the Ring. Um and I just can't believe they've actually gone for it, to be honest. I was kind of expecting a kind of he doesn't win it this time and he's got to really go for it and make a bigger storyline. But no, they just, they just bloody went for it. I actually can't wait to see what he does as king. Um, or Ronald, because I think he's one of the people who can get away with the goofy uh, king gimmick. Like normally it ruins people like, you know, Baron Corbin and Sheamus and, and, and Barrett. They've had to put up with his stupid king gimmick that doesn't really suit him. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think Xavier Woods can just basically. Like most of the New Day's promos, this day, just basically just had the piss out of the whole thing. Yeah. And it'd be absolutely brilliant. Well, he's got charisma, hasn't he? He's yeah. So much charisma. Exactly. So they can do all these comedy skits now and just and just get away with it because um it's the New Day. Do you think they're possibly one of the greatest factions of all time? Yes. You know, they've had single success together and obviously all the tag success. Yeah, I I'd I'd agree. What probably one of my favorite factions of all time. Um, especially in the last 10 years. Yeah. Without a doubt, I think there's, there's no um, one who's really touched them as they like maybe undisputed era, but that was NXT. But I th- I think they should put a, a mid card title on um, Xavier. Yeah, I think that'll be a nice nice step. Now he's on SmackDown, isn't he? So who's the uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is in the Continental Raw, which would be a good yeah. match in itself without even getting a heel involved. Yeah, but yeah, I'd, I'd definitely like to see that. And then speaking of the new day, uh, next match is Big E. Uh, defeated Drew McIntyre by pinfall. Another match that I was not looking forward to at all because I just didn't see the point in it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But I thought it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people have said match of the night. For me, it was... Uh, Seth Rollins, but it was a really, really good match. Uh, Big E won clean as well. Mm. So I'm not sure why that leaves them both. Like Big E, you would assume would kind of feud with, I guess we'll find out tonight who he's going to feud with. And Drew McIntyre, I think he has to stay out of the title picture for a bit. I don't think he can go in uh, challenging Roman anytime soon. No, I'd agree with that. I think it's another one, though, but it do- doesn't really need a title on him. Just a no, not the guy, any. Yeah, yeah, I know there's a UK tour going on in two weeks' time, which we're going to. It would have been nice to see Drew McIntyre, WWE champion, um, out there, but uh, we'll get on to it soon. It looks like there's going to be a big UK pay-per-view um, next year, so maybe that's the next time that, that Drew challenges for the title. Uh, I just thought Big E is now going to be feuding with Roman Reigns, isn't he? Because it's Survivor Series next. Yeah. Um, so that's what they'll be doing with that, which will be, should be a really good match, which I think Big E will lose, but that's fine. Um, then triple threat for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship um, Becky Lynch defeats Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks uh, 19 minutes very very good match the crowd took a while to get into it like they love Becky but it seems to just mm-hmm. kind of not be a bit asked but my god did Bianca Belair look like a star in this match for me why Sasha in there take <laughs> her out the equation yeah I thought she was going to win it given that she was the only one who was going to end up on SmackDown afterwards yeah, for me, I'm not a Sasha fan. Never been a Sasha fan. Yeah. She didn't need to be there. Just no. keep it as a singles match. That would have been an awesome singles match between Bianca and Becky. Yeah, it really would. But I thought it was a really good triple threat match as well. The, um, yeah, it was the a vis- good match. But it didn't build up in the story, did it? No, it, it, it didn't actually. I guess they had to get Sasha in there in a way because she obviously she dropped out unexplained um, yeah. originally to kind of set up the whole Becky returning thing. And, uh, but I don't know what she's going to do now. She's just lost in that match. I'm assuming she's she's feuding with Charlotte next on SmackDown because there's no one else left. Um, yeah, I think I'll pass on that. I think we've seen it a million times. We've seen it a million times, haven't we? And then I guess Bianca and uh, Becky can carry on there the feud for a little bit. So I'd... yeah, to be fair, I'll, I'll take a few more matches out of them. Yeah, yeah, and I think we'll I think we'll get them. But that spot where where Bianca Belair was lifting Sasha, I mean Sasha Banks did really well. Keep it straight, but when she lifted her above her head with just one hand, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, what a visual! I think that'll kind of be in the highlight packages for a long time to come. Um, BF was a really good match 19 minutes and 25 seconds, which for a Saudi Arabian match, Saudi Arabian women's match going mm-hmm. 19 minutes 25, like unheard of even like two years ago. So, I think Becky posted that on, on Instagram that kind of it was just a historic night, whatever happened, and obviously she yeah. won. Yeah, uh, and the final match, uh, I've already spoiled it for you, Aaron. Well, I, <laughs> um, I know that I know the finish. I'm starting to watch it. Yet. But Roman Reigns defeated Brock Lesnar in 12 minutes, which is long for a Brock match. We've had a 11 minute Goldberg match, and now having a, a 12 minute uh, Brock Lesnar match. Both really good matches as well. Ending is a bit ambiguous. Paul Heyman throws in the belt and goes, "You know what to do," but it lands dead in the middle of Roman and Brock. So we're still not sure exactly what side uh, Paul Heyman's on. This, is, this, is, this can go on for another couple of months, I think. Yeah, this is finishing at WrestleMania, isn't it? Especially now that suspended, yeah. quote-unquote quote, quote, suspended Brock Lesnar. I imagine he comes back and wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah. 
To be um, fair, I'll, I'll I'll take it because Roman and Brock have got great ring charisma. Yeah, they have. Great, like even the match, chemistry. like I know the match at WrestleMania 31, like no one really wanted it, <laughs> but it was a really really good match. The match at 34, the being Rossi was terrible. Um, but the match at 31 before Seth Rollins cashed in was yeah. a really, really good match. Like they, they know what they're doing together. Yeah, but you think of the whole WWE roster, it's only Brock that can take Roman down. Yeah, unless there is a rock in, isn't there? But it doesn't look like it's going to happen this year. No. It's like they're going, to, they're going to wait a year on that one. Um, so it's, you've got to think it's Brock. I always thought it was going to be Big E, but obviously he's he's cashed in and, and won on Raw now. So yeah. I'll, take a, I'll take another Brock title reign, even if it's a short one. Yeah, if the story's right, it's fine. Like I think. As sick as everyone was like four years ago when these two last feuded, it's everything is perfect now, isn't it? Like it's a, every, yeah. it's a really really good. It's the best storyline in, in in wrestling, I would say. Like just the the kind of the whole Heyman thing in there as well. Yeah, the whole Tribal Chief thing. It's just it's just really good. I think this could go on to WrestleMania easily. Um, yeah, and continue since then. From then, I think that's fine. Get get Roman feuding with a couple of people in between. So Big E for Survivor Series and um, do a couple of. And all Brock needs to do is just turn up and screw him. Yeah. A couple of matches. Doesn't even need to be a title match that he screws him in. Yeah. And that's it, because I think with the, the babyface reactions that Roman's getting a lot of places now, I think eventually that's what will happen. Like, Heyman will turn on him and, and kind of side with Brock, but... <clears throat> and then they'll finally get Roman Reigns that, that babyface pop they've always... Yeah. They've always worried, which is a long-term goal, I guess, but it seems to be... It seems to be working. Um... Speaking of babyface pops and big returns, I'm just going to move on to Impact Bound for Glory this year. Obviously, if you're joining us on Wednesday, you'll be joining for the 2011 edition. Um, big return, Aaron. I think you'll like this. And I'm not sure if you've seen it. Uh, I haven't. Re- I, I in, their, in their gauntlet for the gold or whatever it's called match. Uh, the Kiss Demon from WCW returned. What? <laughs> Making his first wrestling match appearance. Is that actually the same guy? In 14 years, the same the same guy. Apparently he was in TNA before, I think, and he was a few other places as the Demon, but he returned. First match in 14 years. Um, and I call you Shot Gauntlet, it was called, but basically it was like a Royal Rumble. Uh, he didn't win. Uh, Moose, I know what I'm going to be watching. But if you, if you just look at your Impact Plus uh, subscription, Elf. get that on there. Yeah, it was a 20-person intergender. Um Battle Royal, basically, but basically it was a Royal Rumble. Um, it was won eventually by Moose, who then cashed in his opportunity at the end of the night. Uh, so Josh Alexander defeated Christian, which gets the belt off Christian. I imagine Christian goes back to AEW now. Moose cashes in immediately um, to become the new Impact World Champion. Anyone else unexpected in there? Molina was in there. Um, Rohit Raju, his name rings a bell. Nobody doesn't. Rachel Ellerin was in there. Big Cass, W. Morrissey was in there. But yeah, Moose was your winner. But yeah, the demon uh, did defeat somebody 50 years old. Not too bad. It's not even old by modern day terms, though. No, it's not, is it? It'd be a young guy in some of the uh, the world. There'll be older people in the world, I imagine, in January for sure. But yeah, 14 years, the first experience, uh, first appearance in 14 years um, since Against All Odds 2007. Wow. I never realized the Kiss Demon lived on past, uh, past WCW, to be honest. That surprised me. So, a bit. did he actually come back full demon costume? Yeah, yeah, it was the full, oh. it was the full on Kiss Demon. Yeah, no, I was reading a bit. Apparently, eventually, Kiss, there was going to be a full 
Kiss stable in WCW. Yeah, it was. I wonder how much he's at um, TNA about to pay Kiss for the rights to bring him back. Be yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they must. They must have done something. Unless they just changed the face paint slightly to make, make it look not the same it's, as Gene Simmons. It's not, nothing's ever cheap when it comes to Kiss. Yeah, I was going to say like Gene Simmons it's... will be on there straight away. Oh yeah, <laughs> alarm bells ringing. <clears throat> um, yeah, he'll be he'll be straight after there. Um, but back to WWE for a second. We kind of hit that earlier. They've just released their their pay per view schedule for the entire year next year. Um, they're massively cutting down the number of pay-per-view events, which I we think haven't got everyone... one this December, have we? Yeah, there's not one this December, which is about time to be honest. And what's given me hope as well is that they've not advertised any names um, for any of the pay-per-views other than the Big Four, which I'm hoping means we're going to get rid of the kind of Hell in a Cell TLC pay-per-views that have, have long since run the cost. Really hope. So we've got. So it Dale... worked, didn't it? I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, Luke. It just worked having a Hell in the Cell at Cromwell. Yeah, because the, it, it called for it, didn't it? Like, normally it's like, oh, it's June or whatever, whenever the Hell in a Cell is, yeah. we better have a Hell in a Cell match. The only thing I wish they would do is get rid of the fucking red cage. Yeah, they need to. Awesome. I think what they need to do now is they need to not have a Hell in a Cell match for three or four years and then bring it back and it's a really big deal Deal again. Bring it like old school steel one. Yeah. Not all this red nonsense and have a really bloody violent match. But they've kind of ruined it. Like, I think there's been like over 50. I think there was like eight Hell in a Cell matches this year. Wow. Uh, because he had at least four surrounding the was it I remember not remember as many as eight, but it was a lot because there was a lot on SmackDown and Raw, wasn't it? Surrounding the Hell in the Cell pay per view. So I think it was at least five or six matches this year, which is just too many to be honest. You used to get like one every two years back in the day. Um, I remember I'll, people in, I'll, I'll in the year two thousand complaining there was two in a year. <laughs> there was one as well at the start and one at the end. Yeah. Um, but like yeah, three on the same show and stuff was just too much. So for me, get rid of those. Um but we're starting with day one, uh, which is on January the 1st in Atlanta. Um, the Royal Rumble is in the stadium this year, the Dome at America Center. Um, so there'll be 60,000 people in there for the Royal Rumble. WrestleMania is two nights again in the AT&T Stadium. So we could see, and I'm sure there'll be real say this anywhere, 100,000 each night in the AT&T Stadium wow. in Dallas, Texas. But what, what's your opinions on the, uh, the two nights at WrestleMania? I'm a big fan, personally. I, I'm a big fan because it, it splits it up, doesn't it? Yeah, seven hours is a long time, especially it's, when it used to be on a long. Sunday night. I remember when I went with um, Terry and Ross to watch one in, in Tribal in Hull, and we were leaving the venue at like 6 a.m. and it was daily outside, and it was just... Yes. Everyone was knackered and restless. It just It's 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 not good. Whereas the last two years with the two-night ones, yeah, sure, it's like three or five hours long, but you're still going to bed at a decent time. You're still yeah, I mean, kind of... You're not knackered. The crowd are up for it in the main event. Four hours is enough, is long enough for a pay per view. Um, I think even when you're at home, if you would, if you didn't watch it on the night and you say I watched it the following day and you was watching seven hours, that's your whole day gone. Yeah, it's know? longer than your working day, isn't it? Or at least the same as your working day. Like for a lot of people, it's a long time. Like Crown Jewel was like four hours, but I watched it live because it came on at five o'clock, um, and it just flew by because it was just the right amount and every match was great. And that's what WrestleMania should be really. Yeah, two nights of that, you, they could easily do it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad glad it's them staying for WrestleMania. Uh, a few people, I think it was Brian Alvarez and Max Impervivi, were saying that maybe they might do it for SummerSlam and Savari Series, but might be a step too far. But I think for WrestleMania, it's good to get everyone on the card. For the big one, I think it's right. Yeah. You don't need, you don't need any more tonight. No, not at all for me. Uh, then we've got TBD at the Dunkin' Donuts Centre. 
Providence, Rhode Island, in May the 8th. June the 5th, um, in Rosemont, Illinois, which is basically a suburb of Chicago. So they're going back to Chicago. Uh, Money in the Bank is now a stadium show. Um, July 2nd, in Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, uh, where SummerSlam was this year. And then SummerSlam, also in July this year, which is very odd. Mm. Um, well, the third tier, and that's in Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee, which is an NFL stadium as well, holds 80,000 people. Um, oh, sorry, 69,000 people. Um, so that's happening. And then this is the big one, I think, for us. Uh, we've got TBD um, September 3rd or 4th. They've not decided yet, but apparently that's going to be the same weekend as AW's all out. So read into that what you will. Um, but be- we believe this is the one that will happen in the UK, either at the Millennium Stadium or Principality Stadium, it's down there in Wales, or at Wembley Stadium. Uh, it's not an international weekend. I've done the research. Could be either of them. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. And that will be 30 years after SummerSlam um, 1992 at Wembley Stadium. So, obviously, we will be going and providing notes live on the scene. And then they rounded it off with Survivor Series on November the 26th in Boston in the TD Garden. Uh, what I'm really excited about as well is Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, One Night WrestleMania, and possibly the UK show, all going to be Saturday nights. Oh, yes. <laughs> Which is it's just fantastic because we can watch them live or we can you have time to watch them. Even squeezing the pay-per-view on a Monday night, it's difficult, as you say, when they're four or five hours long. Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing that I am excited about is all these TBDs. Yes. Because how good would it be if they brought back, say, Judgment Day, Insurrection for you, the UK one? I know, I mean, all the old school. Yeah. That'd be, yeah, I think they should do that. I, I, I would even like to see them go really old school and go back to the In Your House format where you kind of name it after the show. You know, it's just like the one, <laughs> like Good Friends, Better Enemies or whatever, and it's just for that one show and you never use it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to make them a bit different, but... I'll take, yeah, I'll I'm take very something. excited by the TVs. I just hope we doesn't go like, oh, it's coming up. It's like because Extreme Rules this year. I've not watched it actually, what, but there's only but, one Extreme Rules match. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the point? Like, you know, Hell in the Cell, as we, we kind of discussed before, has got its issues. TLC, even, even TLC is going to be watered down for me now. Yeah, Extreme because, Rules as well, though. For me, it's a gimmick match that should be used at any pay, just a big pay per view. Shouldn't yeah. be, shouldn't be a. a, a an event. That's it. Unless you're going to do it like properly and have the entire show, like an ECW yeah. style show where you've got no rules at all. But just extreme rules and it's just one match in the main event. It's not, it's not good to me that. Um, but yeah, so how many pay-per-views is that? We've got one, Twelve. two. Is that it? Twelve? Yeah. Oh, there's, there's going to be two Saturday Arabian shows as well. Um, or we think they just said February and October. Um, okay, so we've got those. two in January, one the rest of the months apart from December. Uh, yeah, oh, so there's none in... If there's one in February, there'll be none in uh, March. And that there will be nine, there's nine in August this year, right. which is weird. So it's just 12 then? Yeah, I think it will just be 12. Saudi shows? Yeah. It's enough. It's enough. It's enough. I'll 13 if you include two nights for WrestleMania, I guess. It's enough. Yeah, it's more than enough, I think. I think they just need to end it there. It's very weird they've released the entire schedule at once, but apparently it's the big thing of making destinations, isn't it? And I guess if you're going to try and sell out they said they've got at least four stadium shows this year. Mm. And I guess if you include the UK show, if it is at Wembley or, or the Principality, five. And then the Saudi Arabian shows were always outdoors. So they're going to have about like eight stadium shows next year, something like that, six or seven. Yeah. Um, so I guess like crowd-wise, it'd be the biggest year for, for a while. But yeah, if you're going to sell out places like Nashville, 
and like burgers and stuff, I guess you need to advertise as early as possible Absolutely. to get people in. People uh, need to save up their hard-earned money to be able to sh- tickets. They sure do to get that bloody expensive travel package, which is, I'm pretty sure it's double. It doesn't actually double in price every year, but it, oh, oh, is it more expensive these days than it used to be when we first went? Um, so that's it. Oh, we'll better touch AEW so we don't get people shouting at us before we, we wrap up the news um, today. Um, they had Dynamite on, on Saturday. I've not watched it yet, but what I did see is that Cody Rhodes defeated Malachi Black um, and he is not getting the babyface reaction that he apparently wants. But do you think he's actually a heel now? Do you think this is all on purpose with Cody Rhodes? I think I think it's... Um, yeah. They, think... must know, they must know what they're doing now at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. Like, they're not stupid. Yeah. there is. I, I, I mean, I got really sucked into it. I was like, I hate Cody Rhodes. He just books himself to win all the time. His promos are really wanky. I feel like it started with that 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 American promo he did uh, when he was against um, a go-go. Um, and he was like, yeah. yeah, for America. And everyone kind of took the piss. And I, I feel like they really let into it this Malachi Black stuff. Um, and I think him winning, actually, it doesn't make a lot of sense if you look at it from a traditional internet point of view or a traditional wrestling point of view. But I think for the point of view, if you're going to make Cody a mega heel, which I think is the way this is going, then I think it was possibly the right result, yeah. even though. You know, it could backfire. WWE tried this with Becky, didn't they? They were just like, oh, we'll just piss the fans off on purpose and see what happens. That backfired because they got pissed off at the company, not the wrestler. But I think as long as you, you make sure that he... And I think it will be with AEW because the fans are a lot more generous. And then WWE fans, in terms of, like, just are kind of willing to kind of let booking play out a bit more. As long as the heat stays on Cody and doesn't transfer to the company, like it always is with WWE when they make these, like, these kind of booking issues, then... Not a bad idea for me. Probably a good way of getting Malachi Black out there as a as a baby face as well, if that was their intention. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. So Dynamite was on Saturday this week. Um, I think Alvarez will have full on ratings now. So once again, Scoop L will have a coming with the ratings. Or I will not. It's a moment of truth. Um, no, no ratings yet. They're they're, they're late again. Unbelievable. Here we are. Fast Nationals, um, which came out Saturday morning. Um, oh, this is SmackDown 2.1 million, which is up 4% from last week. Um, that wouldn't make sense. Up 4% from the week before, that must have been, because I think I earned 1,000 last week. Uh, I did see a guy tweet the Fast Nationals for Dynamite and SmackDown, but he has indeed. Oh, there we go. SmackDown, we went on Fox, 578,000. AW Dynamite, 515,000. Um, but of course, SmackDown was on a much bigger channel. So read yeah. that what you will. Okay. Um, I think that's it for the rest of the news this week. It's been a hell of a week, actually. Um, it's been a good week for it. change. It's been a very good week of wrestling, hasn't it, from all, all companies. And apparently TNA's company, uh, pay-per-view was really good. Apparently Bloodsport was really good from GCW this weekend, but I've not seen any of it yet. Uh, but check it out and let us know what you think of the week's wrestling news at WrestleRound on Twitter, at WrestleRound on Instagram. Uh, Aaron, where can we find you? I'm on Twitter, Frankenstein91. Where can we find you, Lou? Uh, at Lou Markham. Oh, just on the WrestleRound account, which I always use in pay-per-views that I'm watching. Um, so thanks, everyone, for joining me on Thursday night. Um, this is coming out on Monday, obviously, but on Wednesday, look forward to our TNA Bound for Glory 2011 review with myself and Aaron again. Again, 
Terry can't be asked. Ross has got a valid excuse. Um, and join us at half seven on Wednesday, twitch.tv forward slash rest around um, for rest around crown jewels. <laughs> it's happening. Our live pay-per-view live from Iraq. Uh, referee Randy Anderson has, has made the set and apparently there's been a paint village from the crown oh, jewels. Yeah. So we'll see what that means. It, it can only be better than the last pay-per-view they organized where he messed up with the tickets. And... Yeah. He had to do it in the gym. It was uh it was no good. But what's the main event, of course, is um oh well, we've got Terry Peters uh going one on one with the spooky skank inside Hell in a Cell, loser leaves wrestling around. And then we've also got the main event is BMG uh versus Snake and Dance in a no DQ rest around rules match, two out of three falls, which makes it a double up a challenge match for the wrestling around world championship. So join us then at half seven, uh twitch.tv for such rest around this Wednesday. For that, um, but it's a goodbye from both of us, and we'll see you on Wednesday for Bound for Glory 2011. Peace out. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.